Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Sunday, August 9th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined with my partner in crime, back from his golf outing and drinking spree from heard <laughs> on the street. It's Mr. Andrew Hansen. Uh, yes. Is your hangover uh, fixed up yet? I'm good now. Yeah, we had a big <laughs> outing uh, annual event and uh, really a lot of fun. Awesome golf course. Uh, great company. Good times. Uh, so, um, yep, I'm, I'm back here. It's good. We're doing the late night edition. Plenty of time to recover and looking forward to Sunday. I, I've done well this season on Sundays in the NBA, so I'm hoping for another one. Fantastic, man. I It was hilarious. Uh, er, earlier today, I talked to Andrew for the first time because, you know, we usually talked constantly and he had been at the golf outing and drinking and I'm all loud and being boisterous about the win yesterday and everything. And I could I could just feel him like holding the phone away from him saying, no, please, my head hurts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Good stuff. It's hilarious. But yeah, that was awesome. I mean, what a weekend here with your huge baseball takedown on Friday. Um, so just terrific. Awesome. And, you know, yeah. uh, winning nights continuing here in the NBA and we're on a roll. Yeah, it was it was a blast uh, this evening. You know, we were sweating there for a while, too. And the big 333 on FanDuel, I was bunched in there with, you know, some some names we've uh Come to know and Osimo and Chipotle Attic, Papa Gates, and you know some of the the big boys in there. And, and you know we were it, we were trading punches and ha- holding our own, but uh, the Luca folks got us a little bit. Still a really profitable deal, but uh, you know the Luca guys just he went absolutely crazy. The end yeah, of that well, game. I mean you would have had what third place if the game didn't go to overtime, and then it goes to overtime, you drop down to twelfth, but you still yeah. cashed. So yeah. definitely a solid night. Oh, yeah. Profitable night. I know the members are excited and, and now we just want to keep crushing it. So, yeah, the next we were talking before the podcast that this next, you know, four or five days as the regular season wraps up uh, and everybody plays their last three or four games. This is going to be very complicated uh, handicapping of these games. So it's you know, if we've ever followed the three step principle, it is absolutely you can't do without it. And that's listening to this podcast either late night tonight. Uh, we're doing this early uh, or real late or real early if you want to look at it on Sunday. So, uh, you know, check out the podcast, get an idea in your mind of what you want to play, then jump on, uh, reserve your lineups with some good holder uh, lineups. Then you got to follow us on Twitter and in our Discord uh, for all the news because it's constantly changing. Uh, we've changed the lineups in the last 30 minutes in Discord uh, the last two days, and I'm almost positive we'll be doing that again tomorrow uh, in in uh, the NBA for sure. Just because we're having you know late decisions on guys that are going to rest or start. I mean, there's a lot of movement. So follow us on there, and then uh, you know. Jump in and become a member. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com. You know, uh, right now, I mean, we're, we're talking about uh, uh, one of our new members last night, for example, one-week membership, 25 bucks. 48 hours later, uh, he and I get 3750 bucks each in a tie for second. So big shout-out 
uh, to our, our uh, one of our new members there. It's so jump in and enjoy it. Uh, and the reason I say that's so key now is because really that that last like 40 minutes in disc in Discord, uh, which is for our members, is is so key because that's where we're uh, releasing the full FanDuel lineup. Which again, that one that we were sweating tonight in the big 333 was the exact FanDuel lineup I released in in Discord. And then we're doing uh, a really, uh, I think, I just absolutely love it. And the members are loving it. It's We're calling it the Coach's Clipboard. And it's a pool of players for DraftKings with a highlighted core group. So it gives you an opportunity to build with the base uh, that we're using for our lineups and then utilize some of those pool play uh, guys. Or if you have a, a you know someone you want to pivot to, uh, it's all right there. So it's good stuff. Uh, we'd love if you jump in there with us, and uh, we'll roll with it from there. Now, we got to get started, but I do want to thank our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag. It is a place to go for all your sports wagering and casino action. Uh, go to MyBookie.ag uh, or DFSCoachTalk.com and click on uh, the MyBookie uh, logo, and you will go uh, in there and have the ability to put in a bonus promo code and that is Coach Talk, all one word, no space. And that gets you a 100% match all the way up to $1,000. And you get a $25 free play. So fantastic opportunity there. Also, uh, our other sponsor, presenting sponsor is TVG.com. It is the number one horse racing site on the planet. Uh, and they have a, an exclusive offer you can only get through DFS Coach Talk. And you want to click on the banner on our website that says riskfreetvg.com bet. And you get a free $300 play. So if you bet on a horse, $300. Uh, and then uh, if it loses, TVG gives you the money back. So, And a quick shout out to Richard. He had just sent me a text here, our Australian horse owner member that is uh, one of our founding members as well he's got a horse running in about an hour in australia uh it is his the name of the horse is desert storm so uh it's running at a, a track in australia called waga and i'll be watching that here after this podcast so good luck to him and our tvg fans as well all right man that's it we got to dive into these games we've got seven of them and it's you know again it's like dying and going to basketball heaven uh for me here in dallas the first game is tomorrow morning at 11:30 a.m it's 12:30 uh on the east coast um and that very first game is the washington wizards at the oklahoma city thunder uh the mybookie.ag current lines for that game are the thunder minus nine and the over under of 224. So before I ask you to give us that full breakdown on the Wizards and Thunder, would you mind if I go through the uh, player injuries and status for tomorrow's game? Does that sound all right? Okay, go for it. Mike Muscala confirmed in. I know that changes the whole slate for you, right? Well, let me uh, let me start my notes over again here. Yeah, let's start. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, uh, Shavaz Napier, 75% to play. He's probable. Kent Bazemore, 50-50, questionable. Don't play him. Serge Ibaka is probable, 75% for the Raptors. 
A couple guys that are out here that are all big names. Steven Adams will not play tomorrow for the Thunder. Rashawn Holmes out for Sacramento. And then two big Rockets. Eric Gordon remains out, and Russ Westbrook is out. Uh, Another uh, threesome in this crazy uh, Brooklyn Nets fiasco. Uh, They're listed as doubtful, and that's Joe Harris, Jared Allen, and Karis LeVert. So it looks like, uh, and it's funny because they all have an, an, an ankle, a groin, and another ankle. So, wow, isn't that a coincidence, man? But anyway, I would expect that those guys will not play. So we'll get into that uh, when we go through the nets. Then you've got uh, Glenn Robinson for Philly, questionable. Uh, I know that's another earth shaker. But Bryn Forbes is out for the Spurs. And, of course, the huge news, Ben Simmons is going to have to have knee surgery. He's out for the season. Devastating loss uh, for the Sixers. Uh, And the last two guys, they're both listed 50-50 questionable. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams and Aaron Gordon from Orlando. So that's it. Fairly short, but I expect that list to grow immensely uh, tomorrow. So let's get back to where we went. We've got the Oklahoma City Thunder is a uh, nine-point favorite uh, with, again, mybookie.ag, 224 over under, 116.5 implied for the Thunder, 107.5 from the Wizards. Give us that knowledge if it didn't get soaked up by all the vodka and tequila (laughs) (laughs) well let's see here let's start with thomas bryant for washington he's really been balling in the bubble 7.4 he's probably my favorite potential play in this game uh not looking to get much exposure in this one you know tough okc defense top 10 Troy Brown Jr., 5.8 on DraftKings. Also, you could consider him. On the OKC side, uh, the guards are just too expensive on DraftKings, so I'm not going with Paul or Shea. Shea's at 7.2. Noel is the value play over there that you might want to consider at 3.9 with Adams out. Um, He's not a must-play value to me. Uh, there's a there's another big here later in the same price range that I probably prefer a little bit more, but uh, worth considering it. One of the keys for me on this slate is on DraftKings deciding which center or centers to play. Of course, we can play two, and there's a bunch that I that I like. Um, so that that's the problem with Noel. Um, the other guy who's been a nice value play for OKC is Dort. He's 3.8. He's Last couple of games, he's given you about a 6x return on DraftKings. Uh, so, again, if, if, he, if he's the last guy in your roster and he fills it out, uh, you could consider him. But in general, um, at most, probably a one-off in this game. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is a hard one to call because you've got the, the opposite ends of the spectrum. You've got the Thunder that play controlled ball and good defense. And the Wizards that like to run and don't play any defense. So, it you know, it, which side do you do you fall on? There is is the question. Um, you know, it. I think that this might be the game that Shea uh, breaks out. I, I just think that uh, he will get some Troy Brown defense, who's good. Uh, but you know, Shea seems to have been. 
very close to, to shaking off the cob, cobwebs. He's had some bad games, but certainly somebody that you want to look at. I'm not, uh, he's not exactly in my build, but he is my favorite uh, Thunder player. I, you know, I don't, I'm with you on Noel. I believe that on uh, DraftKings, you can use him at power forward. So that makes, you know, that gives me a little interest. There's no way I'm using my center spot. No, he's center only. Center only? Okay. Well, then I'm not going to play Noel because, you know, I don't want to, I know that he'll be popular, you know, first game and no other center with, uh, with Adams out. But I just think that it's too risky. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I really don't want to go there. Now, on the Washington side, like you said, Bryant's been balling. Uh, Hashimura's been very uh, up and down. They, the other guys, there's just a lot of split. Brown's probably been their most consistent guy. You could consider him. He'd probably be – he and Bryant would be my two plays from Washington if I go that direction. But I may, you know, I may go one off each side here. Uh, or just uh, roster one guy, but I don't want any part of the Ish Smith Napier splitting, or you know all those bench guys are starting to get a lot of minutes uh, now too for Washington. So dangerous game. You don't want to start your slate with uh, you know a couple of 10 or 12 uh, point fantasy guys and be sunk. So I'd be buyer beware in that game for sure. Yeah, and the nice right. thing the nice thing, coach here is that on FanDuel. This game isn't included in the main okay. slate, so right. you got a little more time, and you don't have to worry about those potential value plays. Do you do you want to give us the main slates on DraftKings and FanDuel, if you wouldn't mind, just to yeah, remind so, our folks? Well, on DraftKings, the main slate starts at 12:30 Eastern, so it is the seven-game slate. Mm-hmm. On FanDuel, it starts at two o'clock with our next game at the six-game slate. Okay, so we're gonna have dual. Uh, two different lock times in yes. Discord, and we always, you know, uh, go in there and uh, 30 minutes before both. So we'll have two different lock times. We can focus on those two. All right. Uh, the next game, as you mentioned, were the Grizzlies and Raptors at 2 p.m. Eastern, and uh, mybookie.ag has the uh, Toronto Raptors as a seven-point favorite with a 222 total. Uh, 114 and a half implied for the Raptors, 107 and a half for the Grizz. What do you got? Not much from this game. Uh, Toronto is pretty much locked in to that two seed. Uh, you're starting to see a little bit of a downtick in terms of minutes for their stars in that last game against Orlando. So I, I don't plan to play anybody from Toronto. With Memphis, you know, the problem there is they they're dealing with Toronto's great defense, and there are two games on this slate that I, I'm really excited about. Two high-scoring games coming up later, and this is not one of them. Um, so just don't have much interest in it. And with Triple J out for Memphis, Brandon Clark is the one guy I would consider as a one-off. On DraftKings, he's 4.9, um, but I probably won't go there either. Yeah, you know, it, this is a tough one. I, I don't trust the Toronto rotation to get full minutes in this game. So I'm going to completely fade Toronto. The last thing you want to do is, you know, get a, a late rest game or 20-minute 
performance from somebody. As far as Memphis goes, I think they're still trying to get some momentum and win some games. Um, the loss of Triple J, though, was devastating for them, no question about it. Now, what they decided to do, and Jenkins is a great coach, man. I love that, the, the Memphis coach. You know, Clark doesn't respond as well when he starts. For so, He's just one of those guys that seems to do better coming off the bench. So he's starting Anthony Tolliver uh, more than likely tomorrow, just like he did in the last game, and then bringing Clark off the bench. Um, I wouldn't let that scare you too much with Clark, though. I think that I don't think that Jaw and uh, Dylan Brooks, Brandon Clark, and Joe Val are going to be going face up for the majority of the game with Lowry, Van Vliet, Siakam, and Gasol. I think it's going to be a lot of the bench. And if this game stays close and Memphis has a chance to get an extended run with those guys, the four guys I just men- mentioned, I think you can consider any of them. I'm not going to go with Joe Val just because, uh, you know, Toronto was his old team. They're the ones that gave up on him. And I know he's always got more motivation to play against them. But the same thing with Gasol with Memphis. That's where he played his whole career. I mean, those guys basically exchanged teams. So, you know, I, I think they'll battle. They're both uh, defensive-minded at times and strong in the post, and they both get in foul trouble. So I just don't want to take the risk there. Joe Val's pretty expensive. But I, I'm telling you, if if it's against the second unit for Toronto f- for a lot of the time, I, I really think Morant, Brooks, and Clark are in play. So I'm, I may go with a mini Grizzlies stack anticipating that they'll be low owned and get to go uh, the majority or at least a good portion of the time against the bench from Toronto risky or what do you think? Well, the, the, the tricky thing is with the pricing because it's not consistent across the two sites for Memphis. John Morant is much cheaper on FanDuel. He's 7,400 on DraftKings. He's 86. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I'd only want to play John Morant on FanDuel I'd only want to play Brandon Clark on DraftKings because he's 5,700 on FanDuel, but he's only 49 on, on DraftKings. So uh, that's the challenge there with, with a mini stack of Memphis. Yeah, and I mean, it may be different on both of them, and you may have a, a two-band stack on each. I mean, but I think that you can go to that well, and then, of course, you have to look at pricing on the sites. That's extremely important in your build. All right, game three. We're rolling. 3 p.m. Eastern, San Antonio Spurs at the New Orleans Pelicans. And I've heard the first rumblings today about Alvin Gentry maybe getting axed. I've been saying, calling for that for a year now. So I think that'd be the best thing. If they could get a good young coach like Memphis did, like a Taylor Jenkins kind of guy, he's 36 years old. They could go after a really good young mind like that. uh, I think that would be a great fit for the Pelicans. All right, this game is the Pelicans are favored by three against the Spurs, and it is a 239 over-under. So that gets my attention immediately. And it, you know, being that it's only a three-point spread, you got to have some interest here. Both teams playing for their playoff lives. Uh, you know, this is my favorite game. I, I won't try to steal your thunder. I'll let you go over it. But I absolutely love this game. The 239 total does not lie. Uh, You know, implied 121 for the Pelicans and 118 for the Spurs. Man, is this game juicy or what? 
Oh, it's juicy. It's one of my two favorites. Definitely looking to stack it. And the pricing is important here. Much easier to stack this game on FanDuel. Really tough on DraftKings because they've really priced up the Pelicans. Yeah. So with Drew Holiday's 9.1. and Zion is 7.8. So I can't play him at that price, unfortunately. You know, this was the matchup in the regular season. It was Zion's first game. That's when he went absolutely nuts in that fourth quarter. 17 of his 22 points. Four for four on three-pointers. Oh, man, that was one of the highlights of the season for sure. So, um, But at 7.8 on DraftKings, I can't play him. The only guy I'm really looking for, looking at uh, with New Orleans on DraftKings is Ingram at 8.5. Even that's a little pricey, but I am going to make a game stack here. And you can get several spurs in and still be able to pay up at some of the other positions from other games because Derek White is 6.1. He's my favorite spur. He's he's playing good ball. Yeah. Favorite spur in this matchup. Uh, he's He really is playing good ball. 40 and 43 fantasy points the last two. Pirtle is 5.4. He's coming off a big game, 19 and 10 against Utah, 31 minutes. Um, I think it's a, a solid opportunity for him here. Rudy Gay at 5.7. He's been playing well, even off the bench. So you could include him in a game stack. Lonnie Walker's a nice price at 4.3. So those are the four Spurs I'm considering um, with the stack. Yeah, I, I mean, I love this game. Like you said, you have to look at the prices. I I can't remember uh, DraftKings and FanDuel being this uh, different pricing wise across the board. I mean, and it's not by a couple hundred bucks. You're, you know, 800, 1000, 1200. I mean, there's a lot of discrepancies between yep. the two sites. So you have to really take that into uh, consideration. Um, this this could easily be a game uh, where I uh, put three Pelicans and two Spurs in my lineup and just rock with this game. Uh, I think um, Ball, Holiday, Ingram and Williamson uh, Williamson, whoever that Zion guy is, those four are all extremely playable to me. Uh, you know, again, we got to f- mix and match and fit between DraftKings and FanDuel, but all four of them are in play for sure. I love the way Derek White's playing, and I I, I love uh, Demar Derozan in this game. Um, you know, I'm interested to see. I think the way that the Spurs have been playing throughout this whole bubble is. Uh, Pop has decided to play small ball, and he takes Pirtle out a lot and brings in Rudy Gay. DeRozan starting at the four, and, you know, so what it does is create some matchup problems for the Pelicans because I would steer away from DeRozan if I thought he was going to get a holiday matchup the whole time, but I don't think they're going to have the luxury to do that because it's going to create a mismatch with Murray, White, and Walker, uh, the White Walker, I love that uh, that one every time. So it you know it creates some problems for the Pelicans. So uh, you know for that you know I really like the, the three Pelican type build. Uh, I don't know if Zion's going to make that with this continued shorts spurts uh, strategy that drives me crazy. Uh, but I think you know the two guys I'm circled right now are Derek White and Demar Derozan on the other side. And I think that, the, you know, the tempo of this game uh, and the open floor and lack of defense, uh, really, because you got two of the 
the bottom four teams in the league defensively here. So uh, big circle around this game. Make this a big part of your build tomorrow in both cash and GPPs. Yes, indeed. Okay, next one. Game, what is this? Game four? Game four. We've got the uh, 5 p.m. Orlando Magic and Boston Celtics. Uh, we've got right now no over-under on this game because there's still some news on Aaron Gordon to come out. But as of now, the Celtics are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, you know, and again, Gordon being a big question mark here, I've got a feeling he won't play, but we will see how that rolls out. Um I, I would assume this over-under is going to be way lower than uh, the Pelicans. I would, I'm going to guess, you know, 218, somewhere in there. Orlando plays a lot of half-court ball and slows it down. So this is not a real palatable game for me. And I think the Celtics are overpriced as well. So what do you think? Yeah, I agree. They're overpriced now for what we can expect in terms of minutes. Boston's in that same category of Toronto where they're pretty much locked into that three seed. No real need to, to push it with any of their guys. We know that Kemba is on this, you know, this uh, uh, minutes restriction. And like you said, the other guys are, are too expensive for what we can expect. The only guy I would play even consider for Boston, I think on DraftKings is Tice. He's only 5.5. So, but you know, that's more of a cash game play to me than a GPP. So I'm basically going to fade the Celtics. On the Orlando side, we might have some value with with Gordon out, likely. Uh, Last time, we gave out Ennis on our clipboard, James Ennis, at 3.7, and he brought back 24.75 fantasy points, so better than 6x return. Now he's priced up to 4.1, and that's getting to be a a little bit much for me. You know, Ennis is not the guy you can really trust uh, to go big. So I probably won't get to him on this slate at that price. We'll, ha- we'll have to see who starts. If it's Gary Clark again, he's only 3.1 on DraftKings. And we didn't give him out last time. But in this spot, uh, with that price difference, he did take five three-pointers in the last game. And so I could see him in a little bit, you know, in, in a game where you could see him getting good minutes because he matches up well with the Boston wing players, I could consider him as, as a value play. And then Vucevic, if you wanted to get a little bit more of a unique build at 8.2, that's not too bad of a price. Uh, but for me, it's probably a one-off with, with a value play like Gary Clark if he's starting, or I'm going to fade this game completely. Yeah, I'm I'm big-time fade, although I don't want to put the reverse jinx on it because I was big-time fade last night with uh, – Utah and Denver, and all they all I did was spark them into playing two overtimes. Right. So we don't want two overtimes in this game, but uh, I'm almost positive I'm going to be 100% pass, so I'm not even going to waste any time on it. All right, we go to the next one, game uh, five, uh, Philadelphia 76ers at the Portland Trailblazers. Sixers, uh, re- you know, trying to recoup from this news of, losing their point guard here for the season or, or power forward. I guess they were playing him at, at that as well. But uh, this game is interesting. It's uh, right now a Portland minus two and the over-unders 228 and a half implied for the, the Blazers. 
115.75 and the Sixers 113.25. So you've got an interesting game here. Uh, Portland is still desperately trying to make the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Did you happen to see the end of that Clippers Trailblazers game today? Yes, I did. It, that was something, man. I mean, the Clippers were absolutely trying to lose that game. Right. It was tied with five minutes. They pulled everybody. They yep. put the five guys on the end of their bench in, and they won. Yep. But, you know, the amazing thing was, and that's why I bring it up, is uh, Beverly and uh, a couple of the other guys from the bench were mocking uh, Lillard right. with, the, with the, you know, the wave and – you know, they were pointing to their uh, watch saying Dame time because he bricked two foul shots that really cost him the game. But he was angry. And, I, yep. you know, they were some Twitter and Instagram uh, argument going on between, uh, you know, Paul George, who's still sour from that, you know, waving goodbye deal from last year's playoffs. Right. Uh, so the question I have is this. That's why I built this up this way is, you know, is Lillard going to come out? pissed off with a chip on his shoulder and take it out on the Sixers? Uh, or is he going to be a little gassed? Because I'll tell you, he played hard tonight and long minutes, and it is a back-to-back. And, uh, you know, I'm very interested to see how this is all going to play out. And also on the other side of the ball, you know, now the fact that, you know, they're not going to have one of their leaders in Simmons, you know, are, are the Sixers going to utilize their guys to get some uh, playing time together, or are they going to, you know, try to sit Joel part of the game? I mean, there's so much to figure out about this game. Uh, I'm very anxious to see what you have, have what you figured out, because this one is a head scratcher. Well, I do think that Lillard is going to try to take it out on Philly. He's going to be upset uh, when he's motivated, you know, watch out. And, um, you know, he's he's been absolutely excellent, um, but he's 10,000 on DraftKings. It's a little bit much for me. Uh, he's 200 cheaper on FanDuel, so um, you could consider him over there. But I, I just think that, uh, you know, Philly's defense is pretty strong. You know, I guess if I play a, a multiple, then I, I could get him out there in one of them. But for the most part, I'm going to fade him. And. I don't really like the pricing on anybody else on Portland either. Um, Nurkic at 8.9, you know, he's been terrific, but this is a back-to-back for him. So uh, I'm probably going to end up fading Portland. On the Philly side, you know, you'd like to look at Shake Milton here with Simmons out. You figure he's going to get much more of an opportunity, but he's just not shooting much. So I'm a little concerned there. He he went six four and eight last game in 25 minutes against Orlando. He's yeah. 5.4. We know that Portland is not strong defensively, and because they're on a back to back, you know maybe that'll give him a little bit of an edge to get more accomplished. So Shake Milton is actually probably the guy I'm looking at the most in this game. Um, and then Horford. You know, he seemed to be excited about being in the starting lineup with a 21-9 and nine effort, 6.5. He's another one-off you could consider on the Philly side. Yeah, I mean, boy, this game is so difficult. And this is going to be one that, you know, I I would love to, to throw a couple of guys in here, but I just need to see the news in the morning. 
I need to to really follow this game uh, up until lock because I do think some news is going to break on this game, um, and I you know I, I need to wait to see that. I do respect uh, Josh Richardson's defense, and I believe he'll guard Lillard. So at the 10 10k or 9a price is just going to be you know I doubt that I'm going to go there, but uh, you know I want to see what the rest of this news brings. Uh, to see if these guys are really going to get minutes. Now, the Blazers, really, this is playoffs for them because they have to win to to really get this thing to go. So I'd lean more towards, mean you know, maybe a value play in Collins or maybe using that uh, center spot for Nurkic. Even Carmelo's playing good ball. And if Shake Milton's guarding CJ, CJ could be a decent play. So I, I'm going to find my way to fit a couple of, Trailblazers into my lineup and probably not Dame being one of them. Uh, as far as the Sixers side, I'll tell you a guy that's really just mowed his way through the bubble so far, very quietly and unassuming, but put up terrific numbers is Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris has been good. Um, so if you know if he's being guarded by Carmelo and you know he's going to get a decent run, I think he's a fantastic play. I know he's expensive. But, you know, I think he has a great chance of, of making value against really a, a poor defensive team by Portland. But, you know, stay tuned to us in Discord, you know, uh, jump aboard and we'll we'll get some more details on this game as it gets closer. Yeah. Last thing on, on Harris, the pricing is, again, a lot different. Eighty seven hundred on DraftKings, only seventy five hundred on FanDuel. So I like him a lot more over there. 7,500 to steal for him, I really yep. believe. And I'll tell you, you know, from my pre-lineup build before the podcast, my FanDuel lineup has the, you know, the big giant star eyes. I'm really liking the way that looks. I like, I just happen to like the guys that are priced better there. So, you know, it's going to be one of those days where the pricing and the slate uh, probably has me playing 75% of my action on uh, FanDuel and only 25% on DraftKings. Just something I throw, want to throw out there to you guys because I think uh, FanDuel has a much more conducive pricing. Yes, indeed. All right, Game 6. Houston Rockets at Sacramento Kings, 8 p.m. Eastern. We have uh, the Rockets, a, a four-and-a-half-point favorite with a, a over-under of 231-and-a-half. We have 118 uh, and a half implied for the Rockets, 113 and a half for the Kings. What do you think, Mr. Hansen? Well, I like this game a lot. Uh, this is the other game I want to stack. And on DraftKings, it's easier to stack this one than San Antonio against New Orleans because you've got you got to invest a bunch in Harden at 11.3, but you get a lot of these uh, other rotation guys at a nice price. I mean, Covington is the most expensive other guy at 6.4. Ben McLemore only 3.8. He had 30 minutes and 10 attempted threes last game. Jeff Green, how about this guy? Career renaissance here in the bubble. Last three games, he's attempted eight, nine, and 10 three-pointers. What the heck? Yeah, and he's only 4,000, and they've changed him now to only center eligible. So he's one of these guys that I'm considering, and there's there's a there's a group of centers that are more in that 5K to 6K range. So he's a way to get a little bit different with your build at 4.0, a 
especially if you don't want to play Nerlens Noel. So uh, keep that one in mind. And on the Sacramento side, I want to run it back with a couple guys here for sure. Fox is 7.8. I'm willing to pay that on DraftKings. Bogdanovich has had two great games here. He's 5.3. They haven't priced him up yet. And you could even look at Bielitsa at 4.9 with Holmes out. So I like a lot of the uh, options here on DraftKings. Well, for me, this is this game. I there are three players in this game that are going to really be uh, in a lot of my lineups tomorrow. Um, my favorite playup uh, guy, and I've been holding back on the big guy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna release that here in our podcast today. Uh, I'll I'll make it a teaser both ways. There's two guys that are going to be in almost all my lineups that I'm going to save to share in our discord. But my number one play and pay up guy and hundred percent in all of my lineups tomorrow, cash and GPP is James Harden. I, I believe that he'll be the highest scorer on this slate. And I just, you know, we know Dan Tony with playing his guys and without Westbrook in there, uh, Bill Walt or Bill Walton, Luke Walton you can tell my age, Luke Walton and, uh, the Kings are not a team that's adept at doubling the ball or anything like that. I don't believe they'll do it. And, uh, for that Harden is my number one play on the entire slate. The, uh, definitely somebody that I'm going to play. I have two other guys from this game. Uh, really most, almost my entire team uh tomorrow will consist of spurs pelicans rockets and kings it's going to be that type of a slate for me but there are two kings players that i'm just you know extremely excited about and uh those will will be out tomorrow morning in our discord all right game seven we've got the crazy antics of the hapless funny Brooklyn Nets against the L.A. Clippers. God knows what they're going to do. Who knows if they even want to win. We have no idea what to expect in this game. So if you take a lot of stock in this game, you've got a lot of courage because this is a tough one uh, to really uh, figure. Now, I will say this, and then I'll let you break the game down. We do know that the last time that all the Nets guys sat, that Timothy Lawalu Cabarro uh, went bonkers, and Garrett Temple, who we rostered, uh, also went went nuts. But you know, ugh, you don't want to get crazy here. So I'm just saying, be be careful. Uh, you don't want to have two or three guys, in my opinion, in this game as the late night game that you're counting on to you know jump you over a bunch of people. Because I'm I'm really concerned about this game right now. The Clippers are a 13-point favorite, uh, and there's no over/under because you know obviously nobody knows what the Nets are going to do. But uh, all I'll say, I'll let you break this game down. But I just have a gigantic question mark on my notes here next to this game, and it uh, it scares me. And I am not going to lose my slate, especially as majority of a cash player with any of these unknowns uh, in this game. Yeah, there's question marks on both sides, really. Yeah. The, the three key players for Brooklyn, we assume that they're out. So we, we do need to consider 
all these other value plays, these replacement players. And once again, the pricing is signif significantly different on both sides for these value plays. It's not as extreme as it was the last time around where everybody on Brooklyn was priced up. Um, now you've got TLC at 3.9 on DraftKings, so he's playable there. Kuroks is 4.0. I think he's playable. Uh, but Tyler Johnson's 5.4 and Temple's 5.0. So I'm not going to play those guys on DraftKings. You could consider them on FanDuel because Tyler Johnson's only 4K. Temple's 3.9. So it's site dependent for these value plays to me. We got to wait and see, you know, get confirmation of who's starting. But I, I would consider one of them probably as a value play uh, filler in, a, in any particular lineup. But yeah, I'm not going to, uh, you know, think about rostering two or three of these guys playing against the Clippers. So um, I'm with you there. And then on the on the Clippers side, you know, we do have some some question marks here. We've got a back to back. Is Pat Beverly going to come back? Who's going to start? Is is Shamit going to start again? Uh, we've got to assume that Kawhi's back. Do they give the night off to Paul George since he played today? So without knowing that, I can't recommend any of those any of those guys. You know, the only guy that seems pretty solid is Zubats. He's 5.4. So again, he's one of those guys in that price range on DraftKings where you got some, you have you have a bunch of choices. So um, once again, this game is a maybe, most likely a maybe one value play, and and then that's it. And, and you know, I think this game is going to get some uh, some new uh, ownership, which is really surprising to me. But you know, I look at it as the old Roadrunner. Uh, Cartoon. Remember the the coyote and the roadrunner. Yeah. You know where the uh, all of a sudden the roadrunner pops up with a big giant sucker in the middle of the road. Coyote stops to get the sucker and then the stone falls on him. That's what I think is going to happen <laughs> to people that sucker into playing guys from this this game. It's just it's too volatile. Uh, there's big rotations here. I don't really think either team gives a hoot if they win this game or not. Uh, so just, you know, I would say be very careful with it. But uh, that's it. Um, seven games down. I want to thank both our uh, presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag and tvg.com. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the, the uh, thumbs up and the alarm subscribe button. Uh, if you hit that button, then you know when uh, our podcast posts and we're posting them at all different crazy hours with, you know, this around the clock basketball and baseball and golf. Uh, I was so confused today while trying to watch all those. I, I didn't even know who I was rooting for uh, half the time. I it was like, what the heck? But uh, it's great. I mean, we we were just dying for this during the the uh, shutdown COVID days. And now here we are. We're you know, it's all coming true. Um, so. Anyway, uh, definitely hit the thumbs up. And also, if you're listening to us audio-wise, uh, we're having a, a giveaway this uh, the month of August at the end. We're having a drawing for anybody that on iTunes uh, clicks five stars and gives us a quick review. So that's a one-month membership drawing. Uh, also, you know, we're everywhere podcasts can be found, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Podbean. We're, we're all over the place. Uh, any reviews, thumbs up, and five stars are, are really appreciated. 
It helps us to move up the charts. Instagram, DFS underscore Coach Talk. Uh, again, you can sign up for a week, month, or year membership uh, at DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, you know, we also want to make a quick shout out to our charity of choice, mombon3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E.org, uh, a wonderful charity set up by the Bryan family. That is it, my friend. Another uh, seven games under our belt and uh, should be a fantastic, fantastic Sunday. We're going to have basketball from morning until late night, and then we're going to have final round of the PGA championship and we're going to have baseball on Sunday. We got a lot of day games. So we have early main slates for that. So it's going to be, you know, all you can eat buffet tomorrow, my man. Oh, it's going to be terrific. And I'm really excited about stacking these games. So do, do jump in as a member so you can get our FanDuel final lineups for cash game and GPP. Hopefully it'll be a great Sunday for all of us. Absolutely. Great to have you back. Hopefully you stay off the wagon. <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's take it down tomorrow. I mean, it's we've got some momentum. Uh, you know, big shout out to all our members, too. They've been uh, really giving a lot of support as we sweat some of those big contests the last couple of nights. So our community is fantastic. We'd love to have you join us. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Uh, we'll be doing another NBA slate. Uh, getting ready for this final week of the regular season in the bubble. And then uh, we'll get some semblance of normalcy as we get into the playoffs with not having to worry about all this rest time and guys out and uh, we'll get a little bit truer value. But I'll tell you, it so far it's given us a massive edge. I think, you know, the fact that we're breaking this down this way all the way down till, you know, a minute before lock uh we're figuring out a lot of stuff that people are saying, I have no idea, you know, who to play here. Uh, you know, I had Giannis uh, tonight in this late, late game, and he wasn't very highly owned because no one knew uh, what to expect as far as playing time. But we're, we're really digging in, and, you know, we're not going to be right 100% of the time. But what we found is the majority of time, that's given us the edge on the field is getting those extra minutes for our guys and uh, putting us over the top. So join us, and we're going to continue to do our best. We're the hardest working provider of DFS in the industry. I certainly believe that. So we appreciate you guys listening today. Uh, catch us again tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>